Oaks Day Beaver, back in town. You've got a new wheelbarrow in the shed and you're uh, ready to go, mate. Uh, yes, mate, it's ready to go for another day here and uh, back home after a couple of good days down at Flemington. Uh, how was it? I, obviously, it's, it's been tough business to call Cup Week, but how, how was the day experience itself on Cup Day? Yeah, mate. Uh, Better than Derby had, Day? Had, had a good positioning. Oh, no, the experience was okay. Um, it just, if, you, if you're going and just going to enjoy the the atmosphere in the GA area, mate, you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to be thirsty. I'll tell you that much. Um, not sure how there was too many photos of people drunk there because the queue was about an hour and a half long to get a, get a refreshment there, mate. So you couldn't have got too many in here. Yeah. What, um, just to stir the pot, how does it stack up to Everest day? Oh, mate, it was went with regards to like just the just day. Just been able to get, get just, drinks. You'd be able to, of course, you know. On course, I know oh, Everest day is even easier. Yeah, like I used, we used to think that sometimes trying to get a drink at um, there's no pop up bars or anything like that. So um, when you're going to get a drink, you've got to you know they're pouring they're pouring beers on tap, and it's just a lot. It's just a long wait, mate. It's just a long wait. It's not it's not a great experience, um, but that's okay if you're not going for the races and you're just going if you're happy to stand in a queue for that long. Yeah, which a lot of the young ones are. Um, and they're going for a different experience. But, um, yeah, not a good experience if you want to grab a beer and sit there and watch some races and do that. So, um, yeah, after the cup, pretty quick and pretty easy. Uh, but anything sort of from 12 o'clock to cup, that sort of three-hour period, uh, yeah, you're, you're not, not, getting a, not getting a beer. Yeah, that's fair enough. We both, uh, we both end up having something on without a fight as we sort of suggested was one of the main chances there. So that was probably the highlight. Uh, the first two getting attractable and uh, Cepheus' first two across the line wasn't a bad result for me, but tough business away from that. So, Yeah, it was a tough, it was a tough day other than that. They were sort of wide, um, wide fields and that proved the case. And, yes, yeah, some interesting – I thought in a few races um, and certainly some of the selections out, the horses were placed well and even a lot of horses on the day were placed well and had their chances. But uh, many just sort of pulled out and didn't let down mm. and show that zip um, that you were expecting. So that was uh, not not the best outcome um, across a lot of races. But uh, there was winners there and uh, some people found them. Exactly. Uh but we're going to find the ones today. We're back to Flemington, day three of the carnival. We're on a soft five, apparently. Um, must have copped some rain overnight. It wasn't that way yesterday. But uh, I imagine... Certainly wasn't. Now, weather was great. Yeah, I imagine they'll come back up to a four by the end of the day. Uh, rail moves out five metres. We treat it as uh, pretty much all systems go here. We're going to kick off with the two-year-olds in the Group 3 Ottawa Stakes, 1,000 metres for the Phillies. Uh, tricky way to start the day again, Beaver. Absolute tricky way to start the day there. Um, plenty of chances. I'm going for, I've narrowed it down to two and I'm going for two of the, the race commodities. I've stuck with um, Arabian Summer mm -hmm. from the McAvoy stable. Uh, but the debut run was pretty good uh, at Caulfield uh, and I think um, can show further improvement and run well in this. So we've got it on top and uh, from the visitor, Caravas from the Jolly stable. We won its only start at Murray Bridge. I know it was only Murray Bridge, but uh, 
comes over here, they generally um, have a horse that goes all right in this. And uh, something had a, a low form on Tuesday converted, so uh, they want to. And uh, it was only getting through its gears late over that 900 metres too, Caravas. Um, I, think, yes. I think second up, we'll see better from it. I've gone with Arabian Summer too. I, I think at the each way price we can still get, I'm going to start the day with it. Uh, I had a f I liked it as a chance behind that um, was the main danger to that nice horse uh, Coleman on debut. I think fitness suits it's it'll lead in the first and I think gives you a great sight. But the more you get in this race, there's there's chances up and down. He got a million dollar colt for Peter Moody, who's had three jump outs, and even Harper Lee looked pretty good in his last jump out. So uh, not a big way to start the day, but I'll play each way on uh, Arabian Summer. The second is a 1,700-metre, what are we at, benchmark 70 for the uh, three- and four-year-old girls. And I am going to stick with this Sydney horse, City of Light, uh, who just took forever to get going at Kenzo. But once it got into her work in that last couple hundred metres, hit the line really well. I think 1,700 metres suits. Uh, I thought we might have even seen blinkers from it from Joe Pride third up. But uh, now it's broken through. Running line run, I think, can run well. Uh, I found another Adelaide horse as a danger in Fancify. Uh, I thought that's been good the last couple. It's going to lead. And the way I've lent to a lot of these races in Savo is there's not much pace in a lot of these. We've seen how that's played out in the last month. And I'm going to go looking for leaders. Uh, J-Max on this one. I think it's the main danger. Uh, next best star, Ryan, who is a class runner and resumed with a kill. So that's how I've seen it. Beaver, have you lined them up? Yeah, I've gone for City of Lights as well. I thought that was a, a nice win at Sydney. It comes down here. Uh, third up should be a big fitness here. Got the right gate, I think, in 11 to to posse up. And uh, it can wind up and handle the distance. Um, it's going to be hard to beat. You're right, Starry Ann um, was a nice kill first up. And Buston and Young were flying on Tuesday. Um, so it can be hard to beat as well. The third is a 2,000-metre benchmark 80. Um, some of our old, old faves are all here. And uh, who are you going to tip from them, though? Yeah, mate, I'm going with uh, the McAvoy stable again here and Tommy. Uh, I think he can run really well. Um, strung a couple of nice runs together, uh, this preparation here. And I think it's going to be super hard to beat. I've uh, got it on top from an old favourite, Hennessy Lad. Um, not convinced 2,000 it does get, but it did um, did run a nice over 2,000 by shopping over last start, which was a good run. And the way the pace is in a lot of these races, um, Daggy, these horses that they can just jiggy jog up front and um, just allows them to be able to run those distances. But uh, carrying 62 over 2,000, um, I still I won't let it get under any guard because it's just yeah, a, a good horse. I'm going to, again, jiggy jog, as you mentioned, I'm going to back the two leaders. The first is Hennessy Lad. Uh, I'm saying, obviously, that shock emoji will be, what, $1.70 here in this race? Yeah. Uh, I'm saying the second it stacks up well. It's going to roll over from that outside gate uh, and grab control, and it's uh, going to ride shotgun with a horse that finished alongside it last time, and that is Daiquiri. So, as you said, stable flying. Uh, they're both at a nice each-way price. I'm going to back both each-way. Uh, and I think I can get a result out of that. And then I went looking for some complete different form and found the one down from Queensland in Little Mix. A couple of um, okay runs at mid midweek Sydney level. Uh, up to Queensland, soft kill. Down here, uh, as I said, just more banking on complete different form. 
Uh, there's other chances. You've mentioned Tommy. You've mentioned, uh, I think Hoops is starting to go for a grades nicely, but uh, I've just taken, as I'm going to do for the rest of the card, and as I've mentioned, the pace factor up front. Race four is the mile English bracelet here. Uh, and look, either of these favourites wouldn't shock me. I'm sure you'll probably tip one of them in purple. Uh, but I'm going to look to the two leaders again. Uh, I think our Empress Zoe is going really well. I think the two out that have drawn outside are the pace. Our impresari, Zoe and Shandon Burge will tag along with it. Uh, if they cross, uh, they're going to walk for about 1,200 metres. They're going to kick, and I think they will be right in the finish. Um, they'll be leading at the clock tower, and if they can hold on, can give us a, a sight both at, what are they now, 7 bucks and $10. That's uh, the way I'm going to play. Our Empress Zoe from Shandon Burge, who does need a win, but just gets a nice tag on the back of her. Again, Foxy Freda wouldn't shock, obviously, back from Group 1 on a quick backup, but how have you lined them up? Yeah, I like the, the form of that um, coming back from the group class to this. This is an ordinary race. This is a this is a midweek race here, and um, a horse that has done what Foxy Freda has done, um, this just lines up good. Two starts back, ran third behind Wishlaw. Lass um, at Caulfield has one at the track here, goes well distance. Um, and this looks an ideal target here, handles all sorts of conditions, um, clear, clear up top for me. And I just think it gets the sitting shot on the knees uh, from the from the draw. The fifth is a thousand metre Mum Stakes, a listed race. And we've got uh, a couple backing up on the four day backup from five day backup from Saturday. Uh, how have you seen this though? Yeah, interesting race here um, on the backup uh, for a couple of these. Look, um, I got a, I got a tip spacewalk. Um, that was a great that was a great win um, on Saturday. And if it's backing up here and taking no um, harm from that run, uh, I think it's super hard to beat again. Um, this time over the thousand uh, does have to come back that two hundred, but uh, um, hopefully sharp enough. And how do you go past the gym, Sahel? It just it was it went quick. And they only just got it in the last 50, 75 there yeah. um, on Saturday. And this is over a thousand. So it's gonna it's gonna come out, it's gonna fly down the straight again. And again, if it's if it's eaten up and ready to go, um, it may lead these to Merry Dance. So I think those two hold the key again here and um, I'd I'd be backing those again. I agree. I agree. I've got spacewalk on top, you've covered it off well. Look, it was a, a brave ride from Jamie Carr not to pull the trigger too early chasing as well, but they, they did get, gobble up uh, Najim on the line. Uh, it runs well again, as it always does up the straight. Uh, I think they can fight it out. Cannonball has trialled sensationally this time in. Uh, disappointing the price, though. It's been priced off those trials. If it had been a bit longer, I think I could have got excited. Wouldn't surprise me one, but um, I wish I'd got a little bit longer. I'm going to stick with the hard fit ones and what should be a, uh, a strongly run race. Plus, Cannibal might, might just be a cat. Uh, the six is a is the Country Cup final over a mile uh, and an interesting race. Uh, they've come from everywhere here. Uh, I guess the key lead ups through that Geelong race, uh, and I'm going to I'm actually going to stick with the winner out of that Euphoric. Uh, that was a pretty good resumption there. Uh, Zara has jumped on who's a former rider of the carnival at the moment. Uh, nice gate, 
gets to chime in here. Lightly racing that's um, going to run well again from uh, Von Hawk, uh, who I was just who's been scratched. Scratched was scratched, uh, but was the main danger given the ride it was given last time out. Left with Dashing, who's over the odds. Um, it'll go into the quaddy for me, as will Belth Hill, as will Poison Chalice, who is flying for your mate. Yeah, and I've got it on top, Poison Chalice. It's flying at the moment. Um, just keeps running well and stepping up uh, to all the uh, everything that's put before it. I think the 1600s here, um, I don't mind the barrier. Uh, they run from um, wide enough barriers um, over the carnival so far here and um, J-Mac aboard. So I think you can get the si sitting shot on him here and um, I'm confident he can run well um, and a nice little price to beat number 10 Picaroo. Uh, that was got shit aboard and that was a good win last start. Um, his further improvement here has run, um, it was only three lengths behind Poison Chalice a few starts back and uh, drops five kilos on that. So I think they can run one too. Fields like this, you don't want in, you almost want wider barriers because there's going to be a couple of roadblocks if you're stuck Correct. inside. So, nothing at all wrong with that. The seventh is a good little race. The Red Rose Stakes, 1100 meter group three for the Phillies. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, this is um, this is a tricky race. This uh, there's plenty of chances here um, down the straight. There was a lot to like about um, Saltaire's run last start. Um, that was pretty good, but uh, I've gone for the number sixteen, Heart of Glass. Mm -hmm. um, I think it can. I think it can run really well. Um, it won its uh, only start, um, albeit at Ballarat, but it won by five lengths, and that was over a thousand meters on rain affected track, and it was in a fast time. So I think it can run really well here. And I've got it on top. I think seven fifty is a good price. Um, the main danger, again, I'm going for the Jolly Horse, number 14, Avatress. Um, I think it can run well. Only had the two starts, won them both. Um, comes to uh, Melbourne, and I think you can get a good sight at a decent price. Um, anything around that, maybe um, uh, number five, App and Girl, uh, stays here. Forgiving well, that first and up? I wouldn't leave it out at 20s. I'm, giving, I'm forgiving that first up, yeah. You know, if you have backed it first up at, at 16 or 20 to 1, you may as well Let's see if you can get some work out of it. Absolutely. The amount of times these horses start SP, yeah. in good races, you know, in an open race and then um, improved second up uh, is amazing. And uh, you've gone from $2.80 to $20. Absolutely. Uh, I am going to the Sydney form, though. Uh, as you know, I was keen on this through that Princess series. Where she ran okay, uh, Mumbai Muse, who's come down here, ran okay behind Tears Invincible, uh, had the soft kill, finally broke her maiden, gets the outside gate now. Uh, I think you'll get better. I think you might get six or seven bucks here, uh, and I'll be with her again. Really love the winner, Saltier. I'm going to make her the main danger. Uh, the, the second of Saltier at the Valley, going to make her the main danger. Uh, not that I'm going to steam in, because as you said, um, I think that heart of glass might have a motor and could be a real proper horse, so looking forward to seeing what she brings. And you mentioned Aviatrice as well, another one for the Quaddy that uh, will be on pace and run well again. The feature is the Kennedy Oaks 2,500 metres, uh, Group 1 for the Phillies. And this is a good, this is one of the better Oaks, actually, I can remember, at least more, most competitive Oaks. And after flipping and flopping, I've decided I'm just going to stick with Gay. 
I'm going to back the two gay runners. They're going to roll across and lead. Tropical Squall and Amazonian Lass. I think they will take off about the 1,000 and make this a staying contest. Uh, and if they're tough enough, which generally they are, they'll fight out the finish. So I'm going to go Tropical Squall from Amazonian Lass. Uh, oh, you, this idea speaks for itself. If people like it, I would never talk them out of it because it was a great uh, Oaks trial, as was the run of Athelflaed behind it. That was uh, only just warming up late uh, and will run well here. Uh, other bits and pieces, Harlow Mist has the New Zealand breeding, which always stands up as you, the further you get out. But what do you think? Uh, which one's going to lead with the gay horses? Both of them. Uh, Tropical will lead. Amazonian Lass will camp outside. That's just based off the gates. I couldn't imagine them trying to cut each other up. No, I just thought maybe one will lead and the other might tuck in behind. Maybe. Uh, Tropical Squall, has she ever been? She's never been um, crossed, so that was the way I was thinking. Yeah, I don't think I don't think uh, Amazonian Lass can sit outside it and, and beat it. Uh, if that's the case, I think one's got to you know tuck in there. But yeah. uh, look, which may all happen. There's, gone, there's not a lot I've of got, other pace here. Yes, it, it, it can slip straight yeah. if it wants. Tim and Tim Clark will. Yeah. There's not many better judges of pace than Tim Clark. Yeah, fair, fair, cool. Look, I've gone for a bit of value here. I've gone for number four, Serve Cold. Okay. Um, from the Danny O'Brien stable, uh, I liked I liked the way this has been building. Um, ran a nice one. It's made in at uh, Geelong um, in nice fashion. Uh, went back well. Then come to Flemington over the eighteen hundred and led there and um, got run down. But I, I preferred the run um, there at Geelong uh, in the in the lead up to this. It sat in behind them there um, and got some cover. And I thought it was really, really strong on the line. I love the way it pulled out and hit the line. That was 2,200. Um, I think it's got the win at the furthest distance out of all of these horses. I think um, I think you don't have to be concerned about the 2,500 here. I think you can get across and sit, hopefully sort of one out, one back from that gate or two back. And... If there's any chinks in horses being able to run this distance, um, I don't think there's one in this. So I'm keen on it at the $10. Mm -hmm. I think it ran really well. To beat Zardozzi, um, uh, I thought it just looked like I was, I was a bit com confused by the run there. I just thought um, J Mac just gave the other thing. He, he he just mistimed his run there. Yeah. I don't think he thought it had only a last would stick on as well as it did. Um, and he just got himself caught a bit short, but it was probably. You know, a couple more bounce past the post, it probably wins the race. Um, and that you know, backing up here, I think you've got to assume that uh, it's done well and is ready to run well in this. And this is probably its target, so they were the two that, that I'll be backing. The tick, the other tick was serve cold. Uh, and you may asked about the pace earlier, it's the one that's going to the absolute perfect run. If the two gay horses sit up, it's the third, third in line. Uh, it's going to pop in yep, straight on the back of Amazonian Lass and just have a perfect run. And, yeah, out of an O'Reilly mare, she'll stay. So uh, good call, Beaver. Maybe that's the way to go. But as I said, I'm, I'm leaning to the pace up front there. So, yeah, that might be a clear trifecta instead. Uh, the ninth is 1,800-metre Circa Trophy, benchmark 90. Uh, and I am going to stick with his favourite, Gregor Limo. Uh, now third up, uh, two good runs in Australia. Uh, it just finds the right race to win. Gets a lovely run. Can be on pace uh, if it so chooses. May almost lead this or sit off the back and reset the jazz. 
Uh, on top from Holy Mans, who's come down from Sydney. That was its best run last time, chasing an informed horse at the Kenzo. Uh, I made next best and more for it from a trifecta point of view. I might throw Soprano Supreme in, just complete DF with Mickey D in the last. But one of the better bets on the card finishing today in Greg Alimo for me. Yeah, nothing more to add. I, I agree with you. Um, looks to be one of the better bets on the card. And um, I think if you, if you, either way, if you've got some money, you can extend it there or maybe close some back because I think this is going to be hard to beat. Beauty. Would you like the Oaks Quaddy here? Yeah, no worries, mates. Uh, Oaks Quaddy for the Beaver. Uh, starting in race six, um, first leg, I'm going number Two, Euphoric. Number eight, Poison Chalice. Number 10, Picaroon. And number six, Rogue Rocker. Uh, in the second leg, I'm going number four, Mumbai Muse. Number 16, Heart of Glass. Number 13, Excess. Number 14, Abatress. And number five, Appium Girl. In the Oaks, I'm going number two, Zardozzi, number one, Tropical Squall, number four, Surf Cold, and number five, Harlow Mist. And to finish the day, I'm going four, Gregor Limo, and number 12, Glantanius. Yeah, nice. Uh, beautiful. I'm going to make my best for progetracing.com.au, of course. Check them out for everything going on there over the Spring Carnival. Race nine, number four, Gregor Limo. And my value race four, number seven, our Empress Zoe. What about yourself? I'm going my best bet, because I'll go different to you. Race four, number two, Foxy Frida. And my value bet comes up in the Oaks. Race eight, number four, served cold. Beauty. Uh, we're also racing at Hawkesbury, uh, which uh, I'd done the form for, but we're going to whip through because this may well be the worst meeting we're going to talk about in the history of the show. Uh which is disappointing because traditionally we head out there, Beaver, but it's not much to get excited about, to be honest, today. No, not a lot of, not a lot at all to get excited about, which is disappointing. Uh, yeah, usually expect a little bit better card there. Uh, do you, what have you got? What's some of your tips? Uh, about? Race one, number one, Magneteer, yeah. trialed well. I think it'll run well. Uh, race yep. two, the two, the blue colours, Rhesus, number eight, I think can break through. I think it'll through. win as well, so I think it will... Uh, uh, double down on that with you. Beautiful. Uh, in, but interesting, there is a $1.5 million Colt debuting for the Ma Eustace team in Passama, so wouldn't have to be good to win that, but uh, Reese is going really well. I think Desi Emperor can lead and win the third. Uh, I think Kind Words coming back from the black type race in the fourth, number 10, will run yeah, really well. Good call. Set up there, main danger drift net. Uh, race five, Domingo, best horse, uh, ready now. Uh, hopefully gets a good run, but there's only two hopes, that and the leader. Uh, five from three, race five. Six in the Ladies' Day Cup. Uh, I was going to tip Jojo was a man. Uh, that is largely off the last trial where it pinged the lids, flew over and led. Scared of new mandate who beat it here last time they met at the track and distance, gets blinkers on and Josh Parr. I think it might be this race that Chris Wallace circled for it from the start, this prep. But um, what do you think in this feature? Given it's the only interesting race in the card. Yeah, I thought I thought that's right. I thought New Mandate here might be the one to beat. Um, interesting that uh, Waller has targeted this, and uh, I think it might 
you know, go well. It was uh, only three lengths behind Cepheus. Um, uh, yeah, a few weeks back. Uh, last start, yeah. uh, two, a few weeks back, and then ran close up um, behind Unspoken. So been racing in some good races here. I think it's uh, set for this. And Josh Parr might be the top jockey on the card. Uh and in the last, I was going to take on the favourite there and tip Zirkin, race seven, Thank number you. six, Geenside Gate. Uh, good run last time out, uh, all but one, and just gets control. I was pretty keen on Kirikin uh, from the Waller stable. I think they can have the last two, par Waller. Awesome. Now, look at that. Why are we wasting so much time on previews? Uh, what have we – have you got any Ipswich? Matt, um, I did have a couple of Ipswich. I think race three, number five, Zimmer uh, from the Nation Stable. I think it's going to be super hard to beat there. And then um, later in the day, in the last race, uh, number race seven, number six, Island Tide uh, from the Van Dyke Stable, one last start. I think it can uh, make that two in a row. Beautiful. Uh, that is a look through. There's not much else going on around Australia. There used to be, didn't there used to be a secondary Melbourne meeting? There used to be all sorts of stuff on this day in years gone past. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty light on day. Yes, there mm. used to be second Melbourne meeting. Uh, and it's not even Ascot, which I thought there used to be, but mm. uh, maybe I'm wrong. Rose coloured glasses in our old age. But anyway, um, who are we to complain about more racing given what we've been through this week? Uh, we'll be back tomorrow afternoon, won't we? Lunchtime tomorrow, is that right? That's the plan. Right for you, we'll do uh, Champion Stakes Day, which I'll get stuck into shortly. Get to see Imperators back in action uh, and a few others to finish the carnival. Uh, thank you, Beaver. Good luck this afternoon. Let you back to it. Looking forward to it. And uh, we'll chat again tomorrow. Good luck this hour, guys. And, and take care.